Episode 99, Reputation Marketing with Online Reviews. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, and today we are Philip Bacotta. Perspective. Join 2017 and 2018 Podcast Awards nominated host as we get a behind the curtain look at all types of doctors and guest specialties. Let's hear a doctor's perspective. Today's episode is going to be a good one. A couple weeks back, we talked about online review automation. This guest takes it a next step further. They've been in business for 25 years. They're in 69 different countries with this system that they have. It's not enough to just have a review here and there. And it's not just about the automated system, which we do talk about. We're talking about your reputation. What are people saying? What about the negative? How do you handle that? What are the laws? What can you legally do and not do when you get a bad review? Plus some strategies when you do get a bad review to make it better and how to make yourself better so you can stop getting those like fake reviews can you bribe for reviews what is gating a review should you have reviews on your personal website and how to do that the best two takeaways i just want to throw out there right now the number of reviews you have the ratings of those reviews and the freshness of those reviews are so important so you need to be able to protect your reviews build them consistently how do you market those reviews? which is a big part of what we talk about today is reputation marketing and then monitoring your online reviews so that you know when you have good ones and bad ones and what to do with them. We also talk about uh, how this France man is in Bali in a worldwide business. Just a fun little story. I always find it interesting when our guests are living abroad like an expat like myself. And yes, he does have an accent, but it's very easy to understand. So I hope you enjoy it. And guess what else? I'm trying to nail it down, but episode 100 is going to be Philippe again, as well as his partner, David Simpor. Because in September, the very first Facebook Messenger bot conference is going on. And they are two people that are actually speaking at that event. So they're really good at this. And we haven't had anybody talk about this on the show yet. So this is going to be our first time doing like a back-to-back. Somebody coming on the show twice. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited for it. I hope you all are too. Doctorsperspective.net slash 99 for the show notes. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain. Live from China and Bali, Indonesia. Today, we've got what I like to call, and he likes to call, reputation marketing. And they do it for all types of different businesses, from SaaS platforms to distributors. But today, they actually have a great program for doctors and those types of things. And we're going to go all into that today. But please welcome Philippe Lecoultre. Hi, Justin. How'd I do? Uh, It was good. (laughs) (laughs) We were joking earlier that we uh, we struggle with your last name. It's that T R E. That's the that's what gets us. Yeah, and I think the the combination of O and U just just beside it's difficult sometimes. So we'll just go with Philippe. Is that okay? Philippe is fine. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so I'd love to have you on because in this show it's not just about these great doctors and how they have five clinics and and all this kind of stuff. I like to know, you know, how are we going to market better? We're going to do videos. Are we going to uh, do Facebook marketing. What's the next big thing on on Instagram and on LinkedIn and all that kind of stuff? But one thing I think we forget about is our old friend reviews. I like to hear your point of view, kind of where you came from, how'd you get into this, and then you know bridge it into you know Google reviews, Facebook reviews, and all that type of thing, just to kind of get started. Okay, good. Yeah, so my background is I've been in in sales and marketing for the past twenty five years. I've worked with big brands like Walmart and Costco's and and all those giant brands and Sephora and that type of type of big brands and that allowed me to to really understand the concepts of customer satisfactions and 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 how to uh, improve a market or a business based upon the feedback we got from um, the consumers basically and all the patients and, and the customers so that's um, that's how we came up with um, the idea about 11 years ago to build a system, a platform that allows to help businesses, uh, whether they are uh, dentists or chiropractors or or massage therapists or any type of business, to streamline the process of collecting reviews and getting more. Uh, reviews and more intelligence from their patients. So not only they collect more reviews, but they understand really why their patients are happy or why they are not happy and, and what they can do to improve that 
customer satisfaction. Now, when we're talking about reviews, is it only like Google that you work with or do we do social media as well? What should we focus on? Well, our system works with six, more than 650 online review websites that, of course, wow. includes Google, Facebook, uh, all those major social media platforms, but all the, the doctors uh, related uh, review sites. So we we cover them all. So we have uh, systems that are uh, connected to those review sites like 24 hours a day and every day of the year. So every time there is a review that is posted online about a specific doctor or a specific dentist, we collect those reviews. So we get those signals. We watch, we're watching for those signals like real time. Uh, so we can provide the info to the practitioner. Hey, you just got a positive feedback from this person, from this website, or you got a negative feedback. And, uh, and so we have a process in place where they can interact and do something about that, uh, that review. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, wow. it's a very comprehensive system where we, so basically we, covering 69 countries. So not only we're doing this in the US, which is a, a major market, but we also do that in China. We we are in, in, in France, in Germany, in the UK, in Italy, Spain, 69 countries. So a, a lot, a lot, yeah. That's a lot. The big players. Okay, so you've got a network with all these things. So if I were to review and say, rateyourmd.com or whatever, that would go to the pr practitioner and say, hey, you got the review. Will that also then go to all the other sites to post it or is it more of just a monitoring system? So basically what, what we do is the, the core concept is to, um, to build an online trust. Trust being the, the important word, word here. It's, it's all about trust. To, um, and the way we do that is by getting more authentic patient reviews where it matters the most. So is that we have a system in place where we, the, the, the doctor or the, the dentist or the, the chiropractor is uh, encouraging the patient to leave a feedback inside our platform first. Oh, okay. Because the way, we, the way it works is like when we collect a review, we control the review, whether when the review is left on Google, once it's on Google, there's nothing really we can do about it, right? It's too late. Mm -hmm. It's already mm -hmm. too late. What we do is we try to be as proactive as possible. So we collect the review, we ask the review to the patient, um, we collect the review on the platform, and based upon whether the review is positive or negative, we send the, the, the patient in different routes so we can engage the conversation with them especially when it's a negative feedback so the the practitioner can uh, engage the conversation and trying to find a solution or fix the problem before the negative feedback gets spread out everywhere use the system uh I've, i saw a stat seven out of ten people will actually leave you a review potentially if asked so let's just say you got a review coming in they put it into your system. Are you then able to automatically post that in different places? Or do you have to go and send that patient like, hey, could you post this review on these five sites or this one site now that we know what you're going to say and it's good? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's there's multiple steps in the, in the process. So first of all, we have what we call an intelligent feedback routing. So when the feedback is, is negative feedback, first of all, we show... A, an apologize video to the patient saying we're sorry we explain that we aim to um, to provide the best service as possible um, so we we then ask them a few questions why it was not a good experience for them mm. uh, so that's how we gain uh, patient intelligence because just having a negative feedback okay that hurts but if you don't have um, a detailed explanation, it's difficult to know how you can improve to avoid that to happen again in the future. Indeed. So that's why we, um, we try to collect as much information as we can in a very 
concise and precise way so it's easy to analyze for the practitioner. And, uh, and then we send notifications to the practitioner saying, hey, you just got a negative feedback. Here's the phone number. Here's the email of the patient. Of course, we suggest you do something about it. So because it's the review has been collected on our on our platform, we can have a delay before it get published. So that delay gives enough time to the practitioner to give a call to the patient to try to find a solution. Now, that's when the neg- the feedback is a is a negative feedback. When the feedback is a positive feedback, then we have several steps to market the the positive review. First of all, when when they leave the feedback on the platform, they have the possibility to share immediately this positive feedback to their friends and family. So we we transform the positive feedback into a social post. Nice. Make it easy for the for the patient to publish that on their newsfeed on Facebook, for example. And then so we show them a thank you video this time and we tell them, uh, we explain to them why this review is so important, of course, for our business, uh, but also for the, the other potential patients that are looking for a practitioner. So they can read their feedback and understand if this practitioner is a good fit for them. So we, we, we empower them with their review saying it would be a good service to the other patients if you could share that review on on Google or on uh, on any doctor uh, review site Yelp or yellow pages etc basically any places where it's important for the practitioner so we have a choice here the, we just decide which one is the best so that's the that's what happens on the on the patient side on the software side, once we have collected that positive feedback, we will, as I said, we have converted that review into a social post and we will automatically broadcast that positive feedback to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and Google. And all of that is done automatically. So that, that's additional exposure. That's basically free advertising where we, we brag about the nice feedback we just collected um, to the social media. Yeah, because it's already out there, so it's not like you're probably violating anything. You That person's already put it out there for the world to see. You're just saying, hey, here it is. Yeah, exactly. So what I've just described here is the marketing side of the review system. Um, basically, what we are doing is we are helping the practitioners to protect, to build, and to monitor and to market their online reputation. That's that's the, the the main pillars of the of the system. That's how we do through the platform where we collect the review, we publish the review, and then we market the review. Now, what I liked what you said was when you're positioning it to the patient, like, hey, if you could just post this and make it official on some site like Yelp or whatever, you you position it as it's going to help others in your community know who's the best or who likes the experience that I've, I had with this doctor so that other people could enjoy it as well. I think that's, a, have y'all practiced with that? Like split tested that to find out like that's the best angle to use to get people to actually take that step? Yes. Yes. That's, that's why I was mentioning empowering them about spreading their mm. word out there uh, because that's, a service they they give back to the community uh, for having received a nice treatment from this uh, doctor or this practitioner and uh, and of course when when you are in a in a search for a practitioner as as you know we are everybody is looking at the reviews right. first and in a bi- in a big big way like the, the the recent stats says that for people above 35 years old uh, of age, 94% of the consumers are checking online reviews before making a decision of buying a product or service. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And between 18 and 35, 
it's 97%. I can believe that. So the younger the population is, the more they're going to check review, online reviews because it's now part of their education, part of their culture. They, they were born in that process of checking reviews on Amazon, checking reviews on TripAdvisor, checking reviews on all those review sites. Reviews are now a, 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 a process. So much so is that it's, uh, it was just a, a marketing system uh, up until um, two years ago where it is, it is now a very highly regulated uh, topic. And there's very few people that are aware of this, especially marketers. Many marketers I'm talking to, like the agencies that are working with us using our system to, to provide the service to their uh, clients. Most of them, before they reach out to us, were not aware that leaving a review, collecting a review is a legal thing now. It's regulated by the FTC in the US. It's reg regulated by the, um, by the ICPN at an, an international level. And, um, and that's, that's something that is very important. And the reason why it's important is because, first of all, there's two sides of the coin. There's obviously the legal aspect of the, the patient who leaves a review. And uh, many businesses have ex experienced that whether it's a, a restaurant with TripAdvisor where they get a negative feedback and it's not a, a, a legit feedback and they, they are pissed off against TripAdvisor to, to show, to show off that right. negative feedback. Now, what happens is if someone leaves a negative feedback, they could be sued by the FTC and fined up to $40,000. For leaving a negative feedback, if it's not real? If, if it's nice. not real. If it's a, if it's a fake negative feedback or a just a defamatory um, just for the sake of hurting the business, they could be fined up to forty thousand dollars. Wow. Now on the other side of the coin, on the business side, um, if a business is hiding negative reviews or what we call gating feedback or filtering feedback. Or doing such, pro or the worst case scenario is to uh, purchase fake reviews. This is an absolute no-no. Um, the FTC, if they, if they find out, uh, they would sue and, and find big, big yeah, money. Sure. Like uh, we have an example of of a, of a car dealer uh, group of five five locations who got uh, fined 3.6 millions dollars for using fake reviews. That's insane. Wow. So I want to know more about this fake review, lots of fines. And if you can, I'd like to, once you, once you kind of tell us a little bit more about that transition into ways that, especially in the doctor's office, I, I don't, I don't want to have to deal with negative reviews to begin with. So what are some ways that we could, you know, that you've seen that's common that we can actually put in place in our clinics so we don't get these negative reviews to begin with? Yeah. So the, the idea so first of all let's let's be let's be honest most i would say more than 75% 70% 75% of reviews are positive ones in in the vast majority of of businesses so the fear of getting a negative feedback is somehow not really justified especially if the business or the practitioner is doing a good job there's no reason why it would get a negative feedback. And even, even though they get a negative feedback, mm -hmm. I would say most of the times getting a negative feedback is good for the business. Let me explain why. <laughs> of, co of course, Please. assuming it's, <laughs> uh, it's uh, just one in the middle of amongst a ton of positive feedback. If it's, if you get negative feedback and only negative feedback, then yes, it's, uh, it tells something about the business and obviously the, the problem is, is bigger than just collecting the review. But when, when you get, when a business gets only five star reviews to, to some degree or to some extent, it could look fake because 
now people know that mm-hmm. um, businesses could buy reviews. Uh, there is uh, uh, reviews, what we call reviews farm in India and, 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 and some other countries where you could buy a float of positive feedback to try to trick the system and to improve your rankings and that type of thing. Obviously, that's the type of practice that is absolutely illegal now and absolutely not recommended. But having said that, when a business who has, I would say, an average rating or out of 4.5 or more gets a negative feedback, it's, it's not that bad as long as expected. Yes, because it makes, it makes the business real. You had to piss somebody off. Somebody had to pay a bill that they didn't like. Exactly. Or you were running late at some point. And they were just like, oh, I was late for my wedding because you were late. Exactly. So it's something that, um, first of all, shows that what is important here is not the negative feedback. It's how the practitioner will respond to that negative feedback. Everything mm-hmm. happens in the response. And because mm-hmm. when you have... of positive feedback and and 10% of negative feedback, people will check the negative reviews and trying to understand what happened. And everybody knows that we we are all uh, human beings. And as such, we are not perfect. And we cannot perform 100% at our best each and every time. It's just not possible. And we know that everybody knows that. So sometimes, you know, it's a bad day. And and we were not in a good shape or whatever. So the service was not as good as it used to, to, as it used to be. Patient is not happy. He leaves a negative feedback. What is important here is how the practitioner will respond to that negative feedback and how he will be able to, uh, transform the, the bad experience into a good experience. And this is what makes the negative feedback very helpful because it shows the other potential patients that the practitioner care about the patient really cares about the, the patients. And, and first, because he's responding to the review and this is absolutely critical because nowadays collecting, nowadays collecting reviews is not enough. Responding to reviews is very important as well because first of all, it creates content and it's good for SEO and, and for rankings. But also, it's very important to build your authority and to build your trust and how the consumer, the patients will perceive you as a a business owner, as a practitioner. You see this as like one of your legs of marketing. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's absolutely it's definitely a marketing um, uh, process to respond to reviews On, on the top, of course, of handling the the situation with the, with the patient with we which needs to be fixed but it's definitely it has definitely a marketing impact when we're doing negative okay so obviously i think what you should not do is berate that person on google you give me a bad review you're full of lies like you were the one that was late you did you know obviously don't do that don't go attacking the person so you need to handle it if it was something you're running late every time by half an hour, being calm and replying back, there were some systems in play that that were causing this. We fixed it. Now our wait time is less than 10 minutes. Exactly. So the the best way to approach this, um, so of course it has to be compliant with with the HIPAA uh, guidelines, uh, especially in the health industry where you, you cannot, of course, disclose details about uh, the, the patient situation. The, the best advice I could I could give to practitioners when they have a negative feedback is first of all is to not take it personally, to take an emotional distance to that negative feedback. I know it hurts because you know it's our business. It's uh, it feels like it's personal. It's like we did a bad job, especially when it's not very accurate or when the the reality when you're not getting more reviews on a regular basis to overcome that one bad exactly. one. Exactly. So. But the reality is you don't want to, uh, to go too much in detail. You don't want to open a conversation online about that. So the way, uh-huh. the way to respond to that negative feedback is to, 
uh, first of all, to apologize that number one, that every time, even if the, the, the patient is not right, you just need to apologize. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's because you, that's the way it works. And then you explain that, as you said, we have improved this and this, but I would like you to give us a call or we will contact you to find a solution. And that's it. You don't want to open a, a can of worms and having a litany of messages back and forth like a, a battle of, of responses where, first of all, it will get this negative feedback to show up even more. Uh, you don't want to do that. You just want to respond to say, we have found this, we have fixed the problem. We will contact you or feel free to contact us. And we will find a solution. Like if it's uh, if it's a d- dentist or um, a chiropractor, they could offer uh, something at a at a different price. Or you know, if it's if it's a restaurant, they can offer a discount or that type of thing. But the idea is to allow the the patient to give a second chance to the business. I heard in doctors' offices, we can't guarantee results. But true, but we can say I guarantee you that we will not be more than thirty minutes late, and if we are, we will give you a five dollar gift card to Starbucks, the movie theater, uh, some restaurant chains that have you know multiple locations type of thing. Yeah. to just say hey, we're going to respect your time, no matter what. Exactly. Okay, that shows that you as a practitioner care about the patient. Uh, feelings, time, and and reasons why he came to you in the first place. What's your opinion these days? A lot of offices, including my own, have uh, written and video reviews on my own personal website. Does that matter anymore? Are, Are people still recommending we do that? Or is it just, no, go to the big players, that's where your reviews need to be. But they don't really do video reviews. So what what's your opinion on that? Well, the way we approach this is not only we collect reviews on our platform, but we also aggregate reviews from all the big places like Google and TripAdvisor and, and Yelp and Yellow Pages, all the, the big players, 650 plus review sites. So when we aggregate those reviews, we, we have what we call a review page. And we embed that review page on your business website, mm. which which will allow you to to showcase all the reviews you have collected around the web. Nice. And and everything is done automatically, so it has multiple benefits. First, you can show a lot of reviews, so it's absolutely gold for social proof because. On that review page, we will only display the positive feedback from the third-party websites. So it's it's absolutely good for social proof. Mm-hmm. It's also very good for SEO because imagine that since we aggregate those reviews from uh, from Google and Yelp and all those big giant websites, we basically get seo juice or some kind of backlinks from those major websites which ultimately will lead to better rankings in the search engines because you get seo juice from those big sites and because google loves reviews because it's content and it's user generated content and they love that at google google loves reviews especially when they are good ones. So everything that has been rated, they love that. So they, they will push that content to, um, to get the website better rankings. And finally, when we have that review page on the website, since we are a Google certified partner, we have the ability to activate the Google Star Snippet. Are you familiar with the Star Snippet? I don't think so. Okay. Please go on. So I'm, I'm sure you are, but you don't know you are. Right. So when you go online and you, you do a search, you see on some big websites like TripAdvisor or Yelp, you see the, the stars attached to a business, mm-hmm. right? So that's, that's called the star snippet. Oh. 
And, and typically those stars only show up attached to your business if you are on a big site like TripAdvisor. If, if it's only your website, the stars are, are not showing up. Well, with our system, when we have this review page on your website, your overall rating will show up on your website search. So if someone is searching for uh, Justin on, on Google and your business website shows up, the star snippet will show up attached to your website. And that's because of the integration with your major website that you have? Correct. Wow. Correct. And because we have this uh, status of Google certified partner, so we have uh, specific connections to, uh, to push those stars in Google. So you have like a plug-in on a WordPress or you, we don't have to, you don't have to use your website. Correct. Okay. Correct. So that, that's obviously a major key differentiator comparing to your competition when you, your website shows up with a 4.5 or 5 star attached to your website in the search versus your competitor who has no star. Right. And we're looking for those little things to boost your reputation. So they'll click your website. Right. Obviously. Yeah, because I think the way we could have started this conversation is how the patient, what's the patient journey when they are looking for a practitioner, whether it's a dentist or a chiropractor or any, any, anyone or any business for that matter. The first thing they do is they go online, they do a search and they look at the results. And if it's a local business, they will check the Google map. And in the Google map, we, uh, Google is now only displaying three results, Whoa. right? That's what we call the, the power pack three. In the past, it was 10, then it became seven, and now it's only three. And is one of those paid? So if, no, 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 okay, this okay. is free. Well, this is right. organic. So basically, if you are not, if your business is not in those top three. You're done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I like... I like to say the best place to hide a dead body is on the page two of Google. <laughs> That's right. If a local business does not show up in the power pack three, you lose a lot of opportunities. That's insane because if you're already like a successful business owner, you have, you know, you win, you have more money so you can pay for people. You, you can have a lot of stuff on the back end that costs you hundreds and hundreds of dollars per month. To keep everything there, and then you're, you'll be on the top three. To think that in a town of fifty chiropractors and a hundred dentists, to just be in the top three, man, that's gonna be tough. Just yeah, yeah. Just just so you know, the the link who is on the page one and the on the top of the page gets forty percent of all the business, all the traffic. <laughs> and is it local to like if you're in um, your little part of town versus you know if you're like in a big city like Denver? You know, if you're in the north, it'll just Google will just show you results kind of around your location versus the entire Denver. Yes, it should. Okay. It should. Usually it's how it works. But, but if the business has a system in place where, where they, they have um, a, a good SEO in place, they have a, a good amount of reviews uh, in place, that obviously helps them to show up um, on, on the search. And because... The, the, there's three main criteria uh, that are important with um, when it comes to reviews. First, the amount of review is important. So the more reviews you have, the better chance the better chances you have to show up. Okay. Then the quality of, of the rating. So the better ratings you have, better chance you have to show up. Because of course Google wants to give the preference to good businesses. Because at the end of the day. Of the day the goal for, for Google is to have people, consumers, to come back to use Google because then they may eventually click on one of those paid link, which makes Google a $50 billion company, right? True. That's the goal, is to provide such a good uh, service, such good re answers to the search that makes people to come back to search for more information in Google. So... First, first is the amount of reviews. Second is the quality of reviews. And third is the freshness of the reviews. So that's why it's important to collect reviews 
each and every time you have a patient is to ask them, please go there to leave a feedback. Can we do it in the office? You can do it in the office. You can ask to do it. You can ask in the office, please go there to leave a feedback. But they, you cannot collect the review from your own IP address. Otherwise, you will get flagged and your account may eventually get shut down or the, the review will be uh, refused most likely. What The way we do it is, so we have several ways to do it. We can either connect our software directly to your CRM or to your own uh, software, where the moment um, you have generated an invoice, for example, it sends an email automatically to the patient asking for the review. So it will generate a review request sequence mm. with one email, two email, three emails with a reminders. Uh, so it could be by email, could be by SMS. So you don't have to, because sometimes the practitioners don't have the time or they just forget or they don't feel comfortable asking for the review. So the way we do it is that we automate the process so you don't have to ask for it. Even if it's always good to say, hey, uh, you will receive an email asking for your feedback. It's very important for us. Right. That's it. That's all you have to say. And then the patient will receive that email. They will just need to click on the link from their mobile phone or from their desktop, and you're good to go. And then they will go inside our process. So as long as they, even if they're in your office and they're on your cell phones, they're not on your Wi-Fi, they should be able to leave a review in your office because it's off of the towers? Correct. As long as it's not using your the same IP address, okay. uh, you're, good, you're good to go. Can you bribe? There's two different ways of thinking of bribing for reviews. Obviously, I think, yo, I'll give you five bucks to leave a review. Bam. Okay, you cannot do that. I'll discount your service. Bam. You can't do that. But can you run a promotion? Anybody who does a review, you might have a chance to win a TV at the end of the month. Is that allowed? Uh, okay, that's a very good question. Uh, let's let's be a bit controversial here. <laughs> Legally, you can incentivize to collect a review, but there's a big, 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 huge but, and that's why it's it's such a dark gray area that we highly, strongly, always recommend to not incentivize to collect reviews. But legally, you can. But what you have to do is to, when the review has been published, is to disclaim that this review has been incentivized. Ugh. So you need to say, okay, this patient uh, leave, left a review, but they, they got $5 for this. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's not very f sexy, I would say. Maybe if you don't have any reviews and you're like, look, I need to get to like, 15 reviews this month. I just need to get something out there. That might be an option, but if you've been in business for a while, that's probably not a good thing to just start incentivizing reviews, I would think. No, and even even if you don't have reviews and you need to collect reviews fast, uh, the way we do it, we have a system in place where we, if you have a list of patients, we send them an email sequence where we we ask them to leave a feedback and, and we collect a lot of reviews that way. <sighs> So you don't have to incentivize them whatsoever. <laughs> you mentioned the regulations are a little bit earlier. What are uh, one or two that you notice doctors, are when they look at doing business with you, they find that, oh, my gosh, I've been doing that. Oh, no. Well, should I report myself or just hopefully they never catch me? Like, what are one or two ways no. that are breaking the rules <laughs> and you not realize it? That's a good way to say it. First of all, you cannot gate reviews. So in the past, and still now, uh, there's a lot of businesses, and I'm sure that a lot of, if, if some, some people uh, of, in the audience are using this strategy, is to, to ask the question to the patient, would you recommend us, yes or no? And if they say yes, then you would ask them to leave a feedback and to publish a feedback on, on, on Google, for example. Mm -hmm. And if they say no, you just do nothing, you just collect the information. And that's it. This is called gating and this is illegal. And yes, a lot of businesses are still doing this. A lot of marketing companies are still suggesting to do this. It's wrong. It's illegal. It's dangerous. Do this. 
and your license is at risk. Can you word it differently? Like, hey, if you like their servers, blah, 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 leave a review, click here. But like, they, if they didn't have a good review, they could still click the same link and still write you a bad review regardless? Yeah, so the way we, we overcome that, uh, that situation is, so we ask for the review, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's good or, or bad, we just collect the review. Because we own our platform, we will publish all the reviews on our platform. That's, we have to do that because we are the review um, administrator and we have, by law, we have to publish all the reviews. And you as a business has to publish all the reviews. Now, having said that, when a review is negative, it's, it will show up on our platform, but we will not broadcast that negative feedback to other places. Mm. We will only broadcast the four stars and the five star reviews to the different social media, to the review sites. And by doing that, we are still compliant with the FTC because what the FTC says is the collection of reviews, we have to collect all the reviews and to publish all the reviews. So we do that. But that doesn't mean you don't have to put it on page five of all your reviews, though. Well, uh, yes, be careful. Yes. In fact, there is a, a regulation for that as well. We have. To, oh, of course. Yes. We, <laughs> we have. To, <laughs> Chronological. Dang it. <laughs> we have to display the reviews by chronological order. So the, 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 the negative review you just got will show up first. That's why it's so important to collect more reviews and, and reviews every day for every patient because the negative feedback that is there on the top will get buried by all the positive feedback you will get if you have a system in place. Okay. All right. So there's, there's a big distinction to, to make between publishing the review, monitoring the review, and marketing the review. So publishing the review, you have to, to publish all the reviews, whether it's positive or negative. But you can... You can, you can, and obviously that's what we do. We only market, we only brag about the good ones. And this is absolutely okay. <laughs> this has been really, I mean, as you can tell, like I'm learning as I go. So I sure hope the audience is in the same boat that I'm in. They're like, I kind of know, but I don't. Thank you for asking these questions. Um, based on what you've told me so far, I feel like I've got a good grasp about like what you do and why we would use your company. What have I forgotten to ask you that you would want to put out there on this interview? Okay, that's a, that's a very good question. <laughs> I think, I think what, what is very important for businesses to understand is the importance of reviews is not only to people to have a better understanding about your business, but reviews are the foundation and should be the foundation of any intelligent marketing system there's no benefit or it's it would be dangerous to spend money on advertising for example if your reviews or your ratings are not good let me explain why let's let's say that and and i see that very very often when we we have businesses coming to us and saying hey i would like uh, you to run um to build a Facebook campaign for us and we, we need more patients, etc. The first question and the first thing I'm checking is their online status, their online review status. And if they have less than 4.5, I tell them, listen, if we promote your business right now, you will get more exposure, right? That doesn't mean the patient will not check your business online for reviews because that's what they do. 94% of the people 35 plus will check online reviews. Flushing money down. Yes. So they will check you online and let's say you have a four star rating and X amount of reviews, but your competitor has 4.8 as a rating and they have more reviews than you. Mm -hmm. Who do you think they will choose? Even if you paid for the ad if nothing else they're going to be checking both of your websites and you better hope yours is prettier 
Yes, but you know what? The, 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 the way patients, especially when they have an emergency, they don't go to websites. They just check on Google, okay, this chiropractor has a 4.8 re, uh, rating and they have 50 reviews. This one has four and they only have six reviews. Okay, I'm calling the first one with better reviews and more reviews. That's Oof, it. The reality strikes. That's how it works. They don't care about your website. <laughs> they don't care about your website. They just care about what other patients have said about your business. That's gold. Wow. That's so true. So that's why it's, that's why I called reputation marketing and reputation management the foundation of any smart marketing because if your ratings are not good, you are basically investing to send patient to your competition. That's the reality. That's a harsh reality. I'm glad you said that because now I think a lot of people are going to say, holy cow, I really do need to spend at least part of my budget in this area that I never even thought of before. Like I need to take this seriously. Absolutely. Very nice. Okay. I'd like to switch gears just a little bit. You got this nationwide company. You're French. You know English. You're living in Bali, Indonesia. How'd that happen? <laughs> I'm, told, I'm switching gears completely. We just have a couple of simple questions before we end the interview, just kind of get to know you a little bit better. How'd you land in Bali? So first of all, I've been visiting Bali 13 years ago with my wife and my kids, and we just loved it. And um, what happened is that the way my business is now structured, I have freedom to work basically anywhere I want. For landing in Bali, I spent about four months in Vietnam. And I basically, I, I love Asia and Indonesia. So I'm traveling around um Asia and Indonesia. I've been nine months in Thailand uh, two years ago. So what happened is that um, my business partner uh, leaves was living in Vietnam. Was living in Vietnam for five four years, and we were working on a new project. And we decided that it would be easier for me to come. So I came to Vietnam, and at some point we felt that we we were like, okay, let's. Let's try something else. And we talked about Bali and how he loved Bali. I love Bali. So we just decided, hey, you know what? Let's go to Bali. That's fantastic. <laughs> Paradise over there. Yes. And, and we, we just had to, we just had to find a, a good internet connection. And we did. Actually, I have a better internet connection here than I have in France. So, um, you know, it's a no brainer. Wow. Well, you know, the local government there must know there's lots of people like you right now. The pain I would say to to be here is that we have to uh, to leave uh, Indonesia for a while for the visa run and so to to extend the visa and stuff like that. So there is little um, downsides, but you know it's it's okay when you can uh, live in in such beautiful environments. It's um, yeah, it's not, it's not that that bad. I've got to see fourteen countries, a lot of them in Asia, uh, because of my visa runs, but. The difference is I didn't have to pay for these visa runs. <laughs> it was <laughs> perks on my salary. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> All right, last last question. Books, podcasts, phone apps. What do you love? What do you find yourself going to all the time and, and think the guests should check out? There is a there is a book I, I really enjoyed uh, reading recently. The book, it's a very small book, but it's uh, very easy to read and it's called a uh, uh, go-giver. It's about how to improve your business and be more successful by becoming a go-giver versus a go-getter. Mm. And uh, I, I can't remember the name of the of the author, um, but Amazon uh, will tell us what that is. Later. Yeah, Amazon will tell you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's a yeah, it's a very very um, very nice book. Uh, it shows it shows the importance of of giving. Instead of always trying to get something out and, and the beauty of, of being um, uh, open and open-minded and, 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 and giving back to the community to attract more, which is um, a universal principle. Have you ever heard of that uh, networking group called BNI? Yes, yes. That's their motto, givers gain. That's Absolutely. their big push, yeah. Okay, so what's the website? 
How can people get in contact with you if they need more information and they want to sign the line on, their, on your contract? So what you could do is to go to getmorepatience.reviews and you will see a bunch of information there and you have a link where you can get a demo or you can book a, an appointment with us and we would show you how the system works and what we can do to help you get more patient reviews and improve your rankings and, and overall ratings. Getmorepatients.reviews. Correct. Philippe, thank you so much for uh, taking your time and, and My pleasure. being on the podcast today. My pleasure. Blew our minds with reviews. That's so much. I didn't realize that reviews could be that important. You hear about it, but when I review this, I think I'm going to learn even more on round two. So thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. I really want to take a second and say thank you so much for listening to the show. If you haven't left a review on your favorite listening app, please go ahead and do that. One thing I've realized, I've been putting out a lot of links all over Instagram, Facebook, this podcast itself. And if you ever change the link or shut a website down, all those links are now gone and dead. So I just want you to know, if you're listening to some of these episodes and I mention a link and it's gone, just head on over to a doctorsperspective.net and you're probably going to find that thing you're looking for on the top menu. Search around and I'm sure you'll find it. All the books that you can find there, acupuncture book with no needles, the free chapters you can download, the 360 degree health from exercises, stretches, financial health, what is chiropractic, and the free chapters are there, t-shirts, resources, and we even have a financial support site now. It's just a doctorsperspective.net slash support. There's one-time support. There's monthly support. Go ahead over there and check it out. Something that I'm offering right now with the needless acupuncture, if you buy the book, you also get the electric acupuncture pin for free as a bonus. And that electric acupuncture pin helps you not only stimulate the points stronger, but helps you locate the points as well. So that's a huge plus. And then with the uh, Today's Choices, Tomorrow's Health book, I'm offering a bonus of a uh, one-hour, one-on-one coaching session to go along with the purchase of that book. Actually, there's three different bonus packages if you head to a doctorsperspective.net slash no needles. It's getting close to the end of the year. Are y'all ready for the 2018 top 10? I mean, it's too early right now, but it's going to be here before you know it. That will be available for download later on, just like the 2017 is now. You just heard a great guest implement one thing, make your practice and personal life as best as it can be. We just went hashtag behind the curtain. I hope you will listen and integrate what some of these guests have said. By all means, please share across your social media, write a review, and if you go to the show notes page, you can find all the references for today's guest. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trostclair, giving you a doctor's perspective. <laughs>